Hello, everyone. Welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum. I'm your host, Cody Wagner. No duh, right? Here we discuss everything from car news, culture, movies, stories, games, interviews, events, and so much more. Without further delay, on with the show. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to another new car podcast. Today, this one's rather short, actually, mostly because the car and the automaker in question, well, the automaker in question has not updated the car in question all that much, but that can be seen as a good thing because it means you haven't ruined a winning formula. The car in question is the 2022 Mazda MX-5 or the 2022 Mazda Miata. Why we haven't all just collectively agreed to call the doggone thing the Miata, I'll never understand. But it comes with improved suspension for sharper cornering and little else. So again, this is going to be a short one, like maybe three minutes. So if you're hoping for a longer one, sorry, but I cover everything long and short, so... A host of updates have been, have been introduced for the Mazda Miata. Uh, see, here in this article, it says for the Mazda MX-5 Miata's... It one or the other! For the Mazda Miata's 2022 model year, and while it looks the same as the outgoing model, it promises to be an even better performer. The most important upgrade made to the iconic Japanese sports car is the inclusion of the carmaker's Kinematic Posture Controller KPC technology. Not to be confused with KFC, for any reason whatsoever. This system can determine the turning conditions in real life from the difference in speed between the left and rear right, from the left and right rear wheels, and in turn increases activity linearly in response and creates more stability. So is it like a a weird version of torque vectoring or or an enhancement of stability control? Huh? Mazda adds that the kinematic posture control generates an anti-lift force that pulls the car's body down when the brakes are applied. So this must be in the so this is in the suspension. It also applies a small braking force to the inner rear wheel when cornering under conditions with high g-force. The system is also said to provide a more integrated and stable turning posture at high speed. Mazda claims. So it sounds a lot like an adaptive suspension where it'll pump more fluid into one side of the suspension so that the car doesn't roll. We saw this was a thing. I think it's what's in. Chevrolet's magnetic ride control, and we saw a very similar system for the Audi R. Ooh, what was it? The RS R R seven, no, the RS six back on Top Gear a long time ago. That blue one, where Richard Hammond raced a skier. Was it skiers? He raced skiers down a French mountain or a French. Yeah, I think it was a French mountain. Very much like that. Same, actually, it's the same system. It's the same system as the tractive suspension that you get that you can get for Gen 5 Vipers where it'll pump more fluid to prevent like brake dive and to keep the car more level during cornering. Again, it sounds like that. It, actually, it sounds like that, but it's the inverse. So instead of pumping more fluid onto like, let's say you're going around a right-hand corner and the left side, left side of the car wants to dip. So instead of pumping more fluid into the left side of the suspension to prop the left side of the car up, it sounds like it's pulling the right side of the car down so that the weight doesn't shift to the left side in a right-hand bend. That's a very interesting... That is an extremely interesting inverse of a suspension technology we've had for a while now. Like, an in, in inverse in the, in the theory. Instead of just propping more fluid to the opposite side, you just pull... You pull... You pull the, the correct side down... That's very interesting. And then it also apply, applies a small braking force to the inner wheel when cornering. So that sounds like that sounds like some not torque vectoring. Well well no, yeah, torque vectoring. But I think the 
a less advanced system than what most than what a lot of cars have today. Because if I remember correctly, the Mark Seven Golf GTI had a similar system. Well, well, for theirs it was a trick differential, and it would kind of pull the car in instead of understeering. This is kind of like that. This is kind of like that, but instead of having the right rear tire through basically magic pull the car in, it's like yeah. We'll just slow the wheel down so it's like dragging on the inside of a corner. Excuse me, on the inside of a corner. That way it pulls you in. It applies a small braking force to the inner rear wheel when cornering under conditions with high G-force. Yeah, there's a, you know, I found out there's a really cool system on the new Ford Bronco. And I can't remember the name, but it's basically like trail, like trail turn assist. And what it'll do is it'll lock the rear wheels so that the front wheels... Obviously, because the front wheels steer the car, but you turn the car around like a 90-degree bend just using the front wheels. It helps articulate the Bronco around a corner. It sounds like that, just it doesn't lock the rear. The, the system on the MX-5 sounds similar to that, except for the fact it doesn't lock the wheels. But it sounds a lot like that. I digress, though. At the time of writing, North American specifications for the 2022 Mazda MX-5 hadn't been announced. Hadn't Shouldn't it be haven't been announced? In Australia, we know that the entry-level 1.5-liter engine will be dropped from the line, leaving the 2-liter naturally aspirated 4-cylinder engine as the only available powertrain. It has also been confirmed that the new color dubbed Platinum Quartz Metallic will be available for the updated MX-5 Miata. A new terracotta Napa leather interior package is also available. This update maximizes the MX-5's innate potential in a wider range of driving scenarios than ever before, enhancing the sense of Jinba... Itai, Jinba Itai, I probably got that wrong, that it's so well known for, added Mazda Australia Managing Director Vinesh Bahindi. Hopefully I got that right. Visually though, it looks exactly the same, even the RF looks exactly the same as the outgoing model, so it's just a handling improvement, or supposed improvement. I think we'll have to wait, wait and see if it turns out to actually improve the Miata in any way, shape, or form, but it's it. Again, it is a very interesting concept. Instead of just propping one side of the suspension up, you're pulling, you're pulling the opposing side of the suspension down to achieve the same thing, to keep the body level. But that, you know, it's such a simple concept, but it's, it's weird. Like, well, why has no one done that yet? It's, and especially on a car as, well, relatively inexpensive as a Miata, right? Like, that's something you'd expect. That's something you'd expect to see on a McLaren, Certainly, or maybe a Lambo or a Ferrari, you know, something that is much more expensive. I've never thought I'd see adaptive, so to speak, adaptive suspension in a Miata like that, certainly at this price point. So I might have to, I'm, you know what, that really makes me want to reach out to someone at Mazda. I need to do that and see if I can get them to explain to me if it, if it is what I'm thinking, where it's just the opposite of, of the adaptive suspension we've all come to know. Over the last few years where instead of propping one side up it just pulls the other side down that that would be very that would be very interesting yeah i'll have to reach out to mazda to see if i can get a statement from them that i don't that's kind of radical and then i'd want to know okay well is that a better system than is pulling one side down better than propping the other side up i you know i don't know i i want to know what what makes pulling pulling the inside of the car down more potentially more effective than propping the the opposite side the outer side of the car up in, a, in any given corner yeah that's really cool what do you guys think of that i thought it was going to be a really short episode but i mean it is short but 
I was expecting it to be like, once again, three minutes, four minutes. But no, that suspension system, that's pretty cool. But again, what do you think? Are you mad that the 2022 Miata isn't, you know, the update's kind of small? Do you like the suspension? Well, this new suspension technology, let me know. In the meantime, though, I, I hope you enjoyed. If you did, please like the episode, share the episode, and follow the podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, please like, comment, share, and consider subscribing. And if you do subscribe, thank you very much. I really appreciate it. Please make sure you hit the little notification bell and then all notifications that we're notified every time I upload. If you want to listen to this podcast on the road, but you don't have or want the Podbean mobile app, hey, not a problem. Boot up wherever you get your podcast. Type in Cody's Car Conundrum and then choose the episode you want to listen to. I will see you all next time. Before we end, I want to inform you all that you can now monetarily support this podcast and indeed the entirety of Cody's Car Conundrum with Kofi. Uh, well, it might be coffee, but it's spelled K-O-F-I, and that's weird, so I say it Kofi. In any case, Kofi is an alternative to Patreon where, beautifully and as God intended, you, the supporters, don't have to pay a fee, like on Patreon, to support my work. So if you like what I do and want to see me cover, slash talk about, slash make a video regarding something specific, or want me to branch out into other areas of car culture, then head on over to ko-fi.com forward slash Cody's Car Conundrum, where you can make a minimum donation of $5 towards me and the brand. In return, you'll be helping me afford new equipment, afford upgrades to my existing tools, you'll receive polls asking what topic you want me to dive into next, you'll get to see voted and non-voted content before public release, various forms of recognition for your support, and the ability to vote on merch designs you'd like to see on the Teespring store. And now it's time to close. You've just listened to me probably ramble about some cars if I'm being honest. If you've enjoyed me passionately talking about lumps of metal on wheels, then why don't you follow me on Twitter at Cody Carr, C-O-N-U-N-D-R-M, or check out my website, www.codyscarconundrum.com, for articles and other car-related content. If you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to drtaffy777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Make sure to follow me here or any other platform so you don't miss out on more full throttle content. Thanks for listening. I'll see you all in the next episode.